1: Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.
3: When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning.
1: That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices.
3: In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family...
4: Good afternoon everybody. Welcome into the show. It is betting across America and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard your host out here in Las Vegas and so is Josh Applebaum live and in person out here in Las Vegas. Josh how are you?
3: Rich I'm doing great and I, I gotta tell you uh, first full day in Vegas and it was fantastic. Uh, number one, how about the Boston Celtics? Because right. that was probably the best hazmat play as a contrarian you're ever going to find. <laughs> and I was lucky enough. I tagged along with our producer, Steph, and her husband. We went to Circa. I got to see, uh, got a tour of Stadium Swim, got to hang out. Uh, I must say, if you haven't been, you got to go. It was amazing. But kind of that Celtics game, the reason I really liked it, and just one thing to learn as you're, as you're betting these games is I always joke around, but if you walk into a bar and everyone is betting team A, I like to be on team B everybody and their mother, everybody and their mother. Exactly. The key is the mother, right? Exactly. Because <laughs> that That's even more lopsided. Sure. So you're totally right, Pritch. but to me, it's just number one can being contrarian in these really heavily bet playoff games, but not only that, but you need a little bit of line movement, you know, contrarian to me when I first kind of really became contrarian, mm-hmm. I thought I just go against what everyone's doing and I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be a millionaire. That's not the case. It's a grind. Contrarian's only half the battle. The other half is a good line movement because with the Celtics, Number one, they were they were a great bet against the public opportunity. Everybody on the Wizards buying low. Celtics not playing well. Wizards playing great. But the key, Pritch, was that move when we were doing our show yesterday when we saw the Celtics get down to around minus one, one and a half, and then creep up to two. That was key because everyone was on the Wizards, yet the Celtics had that move in their favor and they were contrarian. So I took the money line. You could have gone spread, but uh, talk about a huge play uh, with the Celtics there coming up big for contrarian. Well,
4: you're not the only one that took the money line, Steph. Your husband, you guys are not the only one that took the money line. I took the money line hey, because of our conversation. A win's a win. That's right. That's right. So you had a great day yesterday. I'm happy that you made it in today. Uh, That was a fabulous night, it sounds like. Yeah, a great night. uh, But, no, I mean, uh, you know, when you get to Vegas and you have this much, um, I guess, success early on, what do you do? Do you adjust it all, or do you kind of just roll with it?
3: Yeah, I think you just roll with it. I mean, to me, uh, you know, there's ups and downs. I've been doing this a while now, and whether you right. start hot or start cold pitch, to me, and this is the, one of the most difficult things as a sports better, but you just got to stay even-keeled. Whether you're up, whether you're down, best part of me or the way I do this is – Flat betting. Flat betting is key because um, really what I'm doing is every play is risking one unit. Every play is the same. You might say, hey, if I have a big edge on this, I should bet more. And there are a lot of pros that if they set their own power ratings and they have basically like Kelly criterion, it's Mm -hmm. a way to weight your plays based on your confidence level. So if you can do that, all the power to you. But I would suggest for the vast majority of sports bettors, don't get high, don't get too low when you're up. Don't get arrogant and think you're going to bet more and and be even better. And don't get scared or or, or lay off or chase. Just stay even keeled. That's the key to me, but uh, but yeah, let's see if we can keep it going today.
4: Right, absolutely, great advice for someone that had a big day yesterday. Certainly uh, looking to continue that. Uh, some news that we got to get to: the NHL retested some teams for COVID-19. Uh, what to be? They believe to be false positive results. From a U.S. based lab yesterday. Uh, what do you have on that?
3: Yeah, this is big news here, Pritch. So really, it's affecting the Colorado Avalanche. So we saw the Avalanche um, again. We talked yesterday minus 130 to come out of that uh, that division there. I think there's some value there, but had a big win in the opener, four to one. Uh, they're a big. Fa- I think the Abs are going to be massive favorites this whole time, Pritch. So mm-hmm. uh, in the minus 300s, they cash the opener minus 360. But I guess the big thing here is this the, this COVID news because you saw David Perron, you know, maybe crop up with the situation there. Right. We don't now. We don't know if it's legit or not but either way uh, this maybe is a distraction for the Blues so if you like the abs here it's a really big number Pritch you and I were joking before the show you know they've moved minus 280 all the way up to like minus 350 so that's a big big number there to me no matter what Hockey play you're making, you're, you're betting to risk, not betting to win. You're not risking 3.6 units to win one. Mm-hmm. You're just risking your one unit here. But, um, you know, I'm thinking if you like the abs here, I'd be more inclined to go on the puck line, uh, the minus one and a half. You know, if, you are, if you're on the Vegas Knights last night who cashed with that playoff experience bounce back system, uh, if you're brave enough to take the puck line, you got to go late to get that three to one. So minus one and a half with the abs right now, it, it pays out about, I think it's minus one, Okay. you know, minus 130-ish. Right. So you're getting a better number there. But definitely the COVID news, uh, movement toward the abs here.
4: That last performance by Colorado, too. I'm uh, just trying to find ways that the Blues can get back into it. Uh, just trying to find ways and see if uh, the Blues can even uh, get a goal in net, <laughs> because when you think about it, how Grubauer is playing, phenomenal. Uh, and then the style of play too uh, for the Blues, um, they can't rough up the Abs because the Abs have shown some toughness. Uh, then also you got to be worried about uh, trying to have your special teams on ice, in which they stink with their uh, penalty kills. So uh, I think the Blues are up against it in this matchup, but that, that is a big number. I like the, the angle, though, from you on the puck line uh, lane 130 in this one.
3: Yeah, I'm with your pitch. And again, you know, that's a big number. So again, you know, automatically you say, hey, there could be value with St. Louis here. But movement, obviously, toward, uh, toward the abs. One thing I would mention, we'll get to this later, but just updated numbers for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Favorites have done pretty well, 7-4 so far, 64%. Remember, we're coming off a huge favorite year where favorites cashed, I think, like 64% higher than usual. But these home favorites have done well, 4-2, and, uh, and also favorites with a line move in their favor. They're 5-2 uh, this year, so those all
4: would match with Colorado. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you on that one. So let's uh, continue with this hockey discussion as we got some, uh, some of these matchups that are spectacular, certainly. Uh, when you think about what we have with the series, we've got series that are tied, uh, very competitive too. And then you have teams that are taking advantage of everybody, uh, certainly uh, with their home ice advantage. Uh, so you had a ticket in which you cashed. I didn't get on this train <laughs> with you, though, but uh, it's the Knights. Uh, and then, I mean, it goes back to these systems that you talk about. Uh, home favorite bounce back situation right here for the Knights. They get the win three to one over the Wild.
3: Yeah. And Pritch, you know, to me, uh, I have kind of two ways I look at betting. Number one is I'm looking at the market. What's the market mm-hmm. doing? Where does the line open? How does it move? Where's the public? Where are the sharps? Can you beat the closing line? But that's only like half of the way I look at games. The other half is historical betting system. So basically that system we talked about yesterday, two and one, it cashed with the penguins, it cashed with the Knights. So if basically what a, what a betting system is, it's basically, you can put any two teams into the system, as long as they match the criteria over the track, over the track record of, a, you know, kind of a, a long sample size, you've shown to be successful so that whole point was hey in the playoffs if you if you're coming off a loss and you made the playoffs last year you kind of know what it takes you know uh you know the intestinal fortitude right what really what it takes to to bounce back sacrifice and come back with a win so two and one yesterday and hopefully that system continues this year
4: absolutely same thing with the islanders right i mean uh uh, the pittsburgh uh, penguins they get the victory in this one uh a little shaky for varlamov uh there in this one uh but yet here you go, Penguins at home uh, getting it done again here.
3: Yeah, getting it done again. I think one thing that jumped out to me, Pritch, is some of these unders started to come through. Yeah. Now, you, we, when we started the NHL playoffs, you had a lot of these high-scoring games, games going to overtime. Obviously, you know, we joked yesterday that uh, it, it takes a lot to sweat an under in the playoffs just because <laughs> what if it's a 3-2 to two game, you got the under 5.5, the team scores an empty net goal, or they get a goal to force it to overtime. They can be difficult. But uh, with yesterday, um, you saw the unders do pretty well here. Mm-hmm. Uh, clean sweep with these playoff games, 3-0 and to the under. And now the under is five, four, and two. So it's starting to claw back here a little bit, 56%. uh, But that's something to keep in mind. All the unders you see today, Pritch, pretty much they're all five and a half with juice to the under. So it's like five and a half under minus 130, minus 140. So that's telling you, you know, if the odds makers are making you pay a higher price, it's because a lot of these unders could be looking at some low scoring games.
4: Right. right. So let's get to those games today. We got the Capitals uh, against Boston. Uh, Here we go. Five and a half. You mentioned that total Uh, Boston minus 170 in this one today.
3: Yeah, so first off, Pritch, I cannot wait to sweat this game <laughs> okay. here in person in Vegas, and uh, I gotta the find full a, the full effect for you, right? The full effect. I got my Bergeron jersey. I'm ready to go. But um, I, so I'll, I'll set this up one of two ways. The Caps would match the system that I talked about uh, with that playoff experience mm-hmm. off a loss. So obviously, Washington uh, Bruins had a, an overtime win with Brad Marchand scoring the game winner. Uh, they would be coming off a loss with the playoff experience. That system is, has done very well, two and one yesterday. So that would match with Washington. But the key with that system is you want the line moving in your favor. You've seen this line move toward uh, toward the Bruins a little bit. Minus 160 up to minus 170. That would match that fave with a line move five and two this uh, postseason. Here's the other one, Pritch. Big steam coming in on a favorite. Okay. Uh, three and one with a uh, 75% win rate. But that's when you have 10 cents or more toward a favorite. Mm-hmm. That would match with the Bruins. So I don't like that that system I love off experience, off a loss, is with the Caps. But Bruins seem to be getting hit. And I think there's some X, X factors here. you got to look at the injury report because uh, a lot of guys are questioning nets off, might come back, TJ Oshie, Samson off, Eller. Keep an eye on the injury report. Bruins definitely taking some money, though.
4: What about the Bruins at home? I mean, what can you tell us? Uh, you live out there in Boston. What can you tell us about what the environment could be? Could that be an edge for Boston at home?
3: i tell you what, Pritch, uh, 2019, when they were in the cup finals against the Blues, it was absolutely electric. Obviously, mm-hmm. things have changed with COVID and everything, but I believe they are increasing the amount of fans at the TD Garden. So okay. that could, you know, make an effect here. Obviously, you know, we, we talk about Carolina and some of these other stadiums that have a ton of fans and what a difference that can make so i think home ice advantage you really can't um you can't under you can't overvalue it or undervalue it okay. too much obviously it is an advantage coming home here uh but the bruins to me have the advantage in goal if tuca can play well mm-hmm. and you can get to craig anderson and, and both and a lot of these their starting goalies remain out i think especially with taylor hall in that second line starting to produce uh good spot for the bees at
4: home yeah we'll see what the officiating crew will do with this game too because i'm sure that washington is going to try to protect anderson a little bit in this one
3: I think so. And I think, you know, um, I like rock 'em, sock 'em playoff hockey. You know, I, I love <laughs> right. the fighting, I love the face washes. <laughs> and hopefully Brad Martian doesn't get too crazy with sure. the antics he pulls. But, um, you know, I, I would give a little credit to the refs in the last game they just call penalties. Right. Every time you start to, you know, get into a mix up, you're off the ice, even embellishment. Tom Wilson got mm-hmm. called for an embellishment. So is that uh, flopping, flopping? Yeah, yeah for, thank em- you. Exactly. Thank you. I knew it. I
4: knew it. I <laughs> yes. knew it. They were flopping in hockey. I knew it, but I didn't call it embellishing though. embellishing. Mean. <laughs> yeah. That's what they, it's basically uh Tom Wilson gets hooked and
3: he throws his hands up in the air. Right. You, know, right. you, you call both guys here, but um, you know that the thing with the Bruins though, you got a great uh, power play here mm-hmm. for the capitals, and yep. you don't want to take too many penalties because you're kind of just uh, you're flirting with fire there if, if you take too many penalties. Okay,
4: how about Nashville, Carolina? I mean, Carolina, they're just a beast at home. We know that uh, five and a half to total, minus one ninety. would you lay that? Ooh, this one's tough for me. This is interesting because the line really has not moved at all. He
3: opened here with Carolina around a minus 185 favorite. They've kind of stayed where they're at. You know, they've crept up to minus 190 at some shops. So we would have Nashville. Uh, They would match that system, you know, talking about that playoff experience, uh, coming back after a loss. But it's tough for me. Pritch, this is the game that I kind of laid off. I didn't really see Mm -hmm. too much either way. I would say the under is really, really juiced up here. Uh, It's 5.5. Again, every playoff game is going to be 5.5 pretty much. But the under, minus 135. So, Maybe you get a lower-scoring game here, um, but I, I'm not too inclined laying the wood there with, with Carolina. I'd be more inclined with an underplay.
4: Okay, let's move on to the next one because it's Winnipeg and, and Edmonton. Uh, we're going to get some playoff hockey up north now with this one, Josh, minus 155 for Edmonton, five and to total.
3: Give me the oil here, Pritch. Okay. I'm looking at the Oilers. Yeah, uh, big Connor McDavid fan here, but mm-hmm. I would say a uh, couple things that you like with Edmonton tonight. Number one, just a line move in their favor. They opened minus one thirty-five-ish, minus one forty. They've been bet up two round, minus one fifty, 150, minus one fifty-five. So I would match that favorite with the line move system. Favorite with steam system. Home favorites have done well. All matching with uh, the oil tonight. But here's the X factor, Pritch. The oil owned Winnipeg this year. They went seven and two against the Jets. So uh, you gotta have a little bit of confidence knowing that you've played this team you know how to attack them um with that seven and two record head to head but here's the other one a uh, couple big injuries under the radar for the jets uh, pierre luke dubois they got him in a trade for line a he's going to be out for this one okay uh he's a pretty good center uh kind of a top six forward for them and nikolai ellers another top wing he's out as well so a couple guys going to be down uh for winnipeg edmonton has uh winnipeg's number they match a lot of systems i'll be laying it with edmonton
4: here. so you do bring into the count the uh, regular season matchup even though we're in the playoffs now, I mean, because we did see these matchups, a mini-series, if you will.
3: Great point by you, Pritch. I wouldn't really – so this is a different year. It's a weird right. year. I take it more into account this year okay. than I would previous years, just because with this weird schedule and the weird divisions, you've played these teams so many times that I think – there might be more data to extract from that. You got mm-hmm. a bigger sample size. You know, typically, if you're only playing a team once or twice a year, you might catch them on a bad night. You know, might be a fluke. But when you played them so many times, I think there could be some uh, some an edge to take from that.
4: Sure. Any other betting angles from the St. Louis Colorado matchup? I mean, uh, we talked a little bit about it. Uh, the COVID situation certainly uh, might be on their minds in, in this matchup. But uh, minus 340 uh, for the ABS, five and a half uh, for the Avs at home as well.
3: I think my biggest edge would be maybe a puck line opportunity. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah, but I mean, um, you just got to think, you know, you're laying a huge number, Mm -hmm. but you're also laying it for a reason. I think the abs, uh, you know, and I've seen a lot of uh, reports on basically futures prices and the handle that the odds makers have uh, or that the books have, you know, they have liability here on the abs. They're so good. They've taken in a lot of futures bets. So I think that's one thing to take into account, but they're the favorite for a reason. They're playing great. They're at home again. This team is buzzing. And I think St. Louis. Um, I don't know if they're the same as that 2019 Stanley Cup team that, that yeah. beat the Bruins. You know, no Petrangelo. You got some injuries. You got COVID. Um, you'd love to cash a plus 300 in the playoffs, Rich. But uh, <laughs> I think that move in that big line is there for a reason. With yeah, we're looking
4: at Stanley Cup odds right now. I mean, uh, from what you've seen so far, it's so early. Uh, but you have the Avs plus 325. Lightning. Uh, they're handling their business. They're plus 600 right now. Maple Leafs, uh plus 650 as well.
3: Yeah, Lightning played a great game last mm-hmm. night. I mean, I didn't, um, I, I was on Florida. I lost that one. Okay. You know, That was our system that went 2 and one yesterday with the loss on Florida. Had a good move, but I mean, Tampa Bay, it's kind of like, um, almost like Tampa Bay fatigue. You know? right. And again, even though we're in Vegas, it comes back to Boston always. Uh, <laughs> there's like Patriots fatigue. They're so good for so long. Mm-hmm. You kind of, I don't know if you, Grew to dislike them, or kind of, uh, it was just kind of a you know, a, basically every year it was the same. The Patriots would be in the playoffs. The Lightning are kind of like that, and I kind of think that maybe they're flying under the radar a bit. And Kucherov is back. I mean, that's a big, big right. bonus for them. Um, so it's really hard to argue with a team that, uh, has incredible talent, knows what it takes in the playoffs, defending champs here. So if you're looking plus 600, I can't, I can't argue with that play.
4: Okay, so we got so much to get to. We got a big show. Adam Burke's going to be on the program, hour number two, as well as Ryan Ballingy. Uh, we got the PGA, uh, this weekend or coming up here to in, and tomorrow, really. Um, but also, I wanted to ask you about Spencer Turnbull, another no-hitter in Major League Baseball. Do you know the record, by the way? Oh What is for the, the most record? No-hitters? Uh, I believe, I want to say it's seven or eight. They're oh, at five right now. Five and what, 40 games here, Bridge? Mm-hmm. Right. I tell you what. Lower the
3: mound, move the mound. I mean, it's too much here with the pitchers. They have too much of an advantage. Uh, and again, it, you understand if like Scherzer throws a nono, mm-hmm. I love these guys. It's great that they're throwing nonos, but it, this just tells you Theo Epstein, who's now working for MLB. Let's figure out a way to maybe uh, make it less of an, of an edge for the pitcher. Let's bring it back and maybe help the hitters a little
4: right. bit. Right. I should have placed that bet on a twins, by the way.
3: We got I, another I knew, opportunity today. Well, man. yeah, yeah
4: maybe, we maybe. Uh, I think the. Uh, White Sox might be a little bit fired up right now after uh, what has transpired, but off and rolling uh, again here on the show. We got the NBA playoffs; those couple games tonight that we're going to get to, maybe try to find an angle. Not comfortable with one game in particular. Uh, we'll discuss that right here on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. Everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Be sure to have that state-issued ID. Open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the -the state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly if you feel you have a problem. It's 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America, presented by BetMG. I'm Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum in studio with you today. Uh, Josh, uh, previewing the NBA, we're going to get to those games. Uh, but what did you see? Pacers, Wizards, I mean, nobody called this one, really, I don't believe. Uh, but just domination by um, what we saw out there with the excuse me, Pacers and the Hornets, 144-117. Uh, Uh, as the Pacers at home even just dominated the Hornets.
3: Yeah, that one was absolutely, completely surprising to me. I mean, this one, uh, let's just talk about what we saw from the market. Number one, there's a lot of under money in this one, Pritch, which is talk about uh, completely going the other way here, but tons of points being scored. But that thing did fall 231 down to around 226. Um, One thing I was intrigued by, and what I kind of like to do during the regular season, which I kind of regret I didn't mention yesterday, is buying low when a total really, really falls. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, when you see a huge move, 230, 31 down to 226. you say to yourself, okay, the undersharp, it took in respect to money, but it's fallen so much. It's kind of hard to quote unquote chase theme and get the worst of it at that point. But if it falls like five points, I'm almost intrigued to go the other way and buy low and take the over. Um, I don't regret it too much because, you know, again, all, all the market analysis I saw was definitely sharp money under, but that's just one of those games where Pritch uh, flip a coin that no one could have expected that. I mean, <laughs> Charles Barkley, uh, I noticed he, he had a guarantee that the Hornets would win that game. You're right. So poor Chuck on that one, that thing uh, flew the other way with the Pacers, but I would say, uh, what are we talking about? Doug McDermott, over threes, right. we had a couple a couple player props, and if you can believe, it, I was tracking those. Yeah, with the, mm-hmm. so now I'm getting interested in player props, that was a good uh, good uh, teachable moment for me yesterday.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So that continues the Celtics and Wizards. Uh, Tatum had 50. I mean, good gracious, uh, right there, 50 points, right there. So um, and Kimball Walker too. I mean, speak to Kimball Walker and his ability to step up like that. Uh, can he continue that as they move on?
3: I hope so. I mean, Kemba Walker, the question with him is his knee. Can it hold up? You know, he didn't play back-to-backs all season long. Um, You know, I always wonder, you know, when the Celtics signed Kemba Walker, was that knee issue a known issue? Did -hmm. did the Celtics know about that? But uh, Kemba's Kemba's a great competitor, great offensive player. Obviously, you're going to need him to step up. You know, he could kind of play third wheel a little bit with Jalen Brown and Tatum, but now he's definitely your number two. You're going to ask a lot out of him. The only thing with Kemba is really getting in a tough spot defensively. You saw it happen a few times last night. He's not the greatest defender in the world. He's not the biggest guy in the world. And you can talking about player props. You could maybe bet against or kind of bet against Kemba and take some overs with points maybe okay. on point guards who are going to match up with him. So that's one thing to keep in mind. But obviously, uh, it's funny, Pritch. Uh, me, uh, Stafford, her, her husband, and I, we got a burger at the Victory Bar. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, I've had one there. at Circa, and mm-hmm. it was it was fantastic. But the Celtics, I think, were down at two. We had a burger. I look up.
4: They're up 13. Right.
3: So uh, just uh, that's that's Boston <laughs> Shamrock pride uh, and good luck there.
4: Okay, the lucky. <laughs> (laughs) I get it. I get it. Uh, Let's get to the game. uh, San Antonio, Memphis. Memphis minus four at home, young team, 223 is the total. Now we saw the youth and inexperience on display from Charlotte. Uh, What about uh, Memphis uh, in this matchup against San Antonio?
3: Yeah. So I'll admit, Pritch, both these games today are a little tough for me. I don't think there's a clear sharp edge either way, kind of like yesterday. So I would tread a little bit lightly. The one thing I did notice a little bit movement uh, to the Grizzlies. So the Grizzlies, the nine seed here, 38 and 34 Spurs, 33 and 39. One thing I kind of lean with Memphis, number one, they did open at minus three at a lot of shops up to minus four, Mm -hmm. any books that got to four and a half, there was a little buyback on the Spurs plus four and a half, but really all movement has been toward the Grizzlies in this spot. And I think looking back to maybe Charlotte yesterday, remember Charlotte, I think they lost their last five going into the, the playoffs. Well, guess what? The Spurs have lost their last four, so mm-hmm. maybe it's kind of like you know uh, Memphis five and one to end the season, playing well. Spurs not playing well. I'd lean a little bit laying the points here. My, Memphis did go two and zero against San Antonio and kind of blew them out in both games one thirty three, one hundred two, and one twenty nine, one twelve. So I'd lean a little bit Memphis here, um, but it is a big public play, and technically the Spurs would be the contrarian play. Here. Oh,
4: how about that? Uh, yeah. Plus one fifty five in money line. Uh, you can catch four points there for the Spurs. And um, do you catch the pedigree? Do you catch the fact that the Spurs are trying to avoid missing the playoffs. And do you um, uh, uh, back the fact that the Spurs just feel like they need to get to the playoffs this year?
3: Yeah, I mean the thing is, Pritch, you know, this isn't the, this isn't your, uh, your grandfather's Spurs right. or the, How does the, the phrase go?
4: Grandfather. Yeah, sure. yeah,
3: Tim Duncan and, you know, <laughs> Ginobili and all these guys. I mean, they're a different type of team. Popovich is doing the best he can, but yeah. um, I don't know. This is a team that uh, I'm not going to bank too much on okay. this
4: year. Yeah, your older uncle, Spurs. Yeah. How about that go. one? That's better. Uh, when we Continue with the show. We're going to get to the big boy, Golden State, and the Lakers. That's coming up next right here on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the Vsin schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all the shows, including Follow the Money, a numbers game, My Guys in the Desert, and the Lombardi line with Vsin Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They are all free and available now at vsincom slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Okay, the big boy, uh, Golden State and the Lakers. Josh, I'm imagining there's going to be plenty of action on this one. Um, certainly the Golden State, they're a hot basketball team. Steph Curry, unbelievable. Uh, His opponent is lobbying him for MVP. How about that? So the Lakers, maybe LeBron playing coy about the severity of his injury. I don't know. Uh, Minus five and a half, uh, 218 and a half is the total. Yeah, so a couple points that you uh, mentioned in your pitch, which which are important.
3: This kind of deja vu kind of reminds me a little bit of that Celtics-Wizards game Mm -hmm. because at the beginning, you had to move toward the dog. You know, a lot of these books were Lakers around minus five, got down to four and a half, and he said, okay, Steph Curry getting points in the playoffs makes a ton of sense. The public is all over the Lakers. But kind of the same thing where we saw a late move to the Celtics yesterday, there's, there's now a late move to the Lakers. And I think this is important because this thing got down to minus 4.5 of the Lakers. But today, over the last, I'd say, 12 hours, really, we've seen a lot of action come in here on Los Angeles. They've gone from minus 4.5 up to minus 5.5. So it's telling me some money is coming here on the Lakers. Um, the other thing, though, that I like about this one, Pritch, is the under here because uh, you have some some boxes that you're checking off if you want to sweat this under number one it did fall 220 and a half down to 218 and a half so you've taken in some respective money on the under forcing odds makers to drop that that number here but uh, here's the key both these teams great to the under this year 41 and 30 to the under for the Warriors uh, 41 and 29 to the Lakers but also the Lakers number one in defensive efficiency this right. season uh, and now you're going to get obviously LeBron back and AD and you're, you're really banking on these guys to uh, to really mesh and and, and kind of get back together quickly if you're going to bet the Lakers but moving to the Lakers and, I, and I'm looking at the under here bridge
4: okay so when I look at that under two I look at the fact that this could be a very tight game uh, defensive efficiency which you just mentioned but also this game could go to overtime I mean you you got guys that can knock down a critical shot in a critical moment in this matchup
3: I'm with you and the other thing here is you know there's a lot of uncertainty with the Lakers Mm -hmm. because you know we've talked we talked about on yesterday's show we've talked about it for a while here on betting across America you really don't know what you're going to get from them because they, they're a team that, when healthy, they're probably unbeatable. They're probably going to win the title. You know, we saw it last year in the bubble. When they have uh, Durant and, and, and KD going, it's very, very difficult to stop them. They added, I think, some good offseason you know, uh, pieces here with Schroeder and, and Harrell. Uh, but then it's the injury concern. You know, right. is this Lakers up 10 and LeBron tweaks his ankle? You know, Lakers up 12 and, and AD uh, sprains his toe. I mean, these are the things you worry about if you're playing this game. But I think the pace of play... And, and really, this is a very lopsided over. This is like, I think I'm, what I'm seeing, like 75% of bets are taking the over here, yet it fell. That looks like a sharp under.
4: What do you think of this? So LeBron James, uh, we know that he's hurt. He's not going to be 100%. Um, he knows he's not going to be 100%. So if he emphasizes his injury, I mean, that's a little bit of a mind game right there to Golden State, I believe. I think so.
3: And again, LeBron's a smart guy. He's mm-hmm. been, uh, you know, at one point, what did he have, like 10 straight NBA finals he went to, you know, right. before he got hurt, before before the first year with the Lakers. But um, yeah, he knows how to be, uh, how to play uh, all these little tricks. And uh, I, I know uh, my dad, huge Celtics fan, he would say Larry Bird knew the places on the on the court in the old parquet where there was a screw loose and he could, you know, put a guy in the corner and get a turnover. So LeBron is a smart player. He knows uh, gamesmanship. And maybe he's he's just trying to play coy or maybe kind of, uh, you know, catch, uh, maybe, maybe catch the Warriors sleeping. on. On him a little bit thinking he's more hurt than he
4: is yeah let's get your thoughts on the Pacers the Wizards I jumped a gun a little bit earlier in the show but now we're going to get to it Pacers uh, the Wizards uh, certainly uh, minus 150 for Washington 239 is the total a couple things that jump out to me real quick Pritch. number
3: one an a very quick move to the Pacers in this one so okay. we already have the line you know we can wait and you know as a, a market based better I like to let the bets build up let more action come in um, I like Early moves, because that tells me pros, if they have a number on this game and the the books are off, uh, they're going to hit it if they see us offline. So right off the bat, this was Wizards minus three and a half. It's down to three. So that's telling you, you know, obviously with uh, the Pacers, who I think surprised a lot of people putting up so many points, playing great yesterday, Mm -hmm. the hook got taken by a lot of early money, uh, three and a half down to three. So I'd look maybe to the Pacers in this spot. But I got to tell you, Pritch, you and I like to sweat overs. I like this over here. Do you really? I do.
4: 239? It, it's really
3: high. It's too, Yeah. Too open, <laughs> but here's the thing. Open 238 and a half. It's up to 239. And uh, you look at kind of the defensive efficiency, both these teams at the bottom. Uh, but I'm going through their their box scores this year. Pretty yeah. ready. They played three times, okay? Here are the scores. 132 to 124, 154 to 141, and 133 to 132. Okay. So you have a team that just dropped 144. Don't play a lot of defense. I expect a ton of offense here. I'll be sweating the over. And this is, we talked about during the regular season, these two thirty-fives or higher have done well, especially if they rise and if you get two bad defenses going ahead. On
4: second thought, it might not be a bad play because I'm thinking uh, Westbrook and, I mean, okay, if we're not going to D up, we're at least going to shoot the basketball, right? I I think so.
3: And talking player props, Bridge, I would target a lot of player props in this matchup because uh, you got a lot of of guys who could score a lot of points in this one. So I would uh, keep an eye on those. But to me, the first thing is it's too high. It's so high, can't go over. Mm-hmm. But a
4: lot of good signs there to maybe get a, another high scoring game. All right, 239 total in that one. Keep an eye on that one. Uh, NBA series prices. uh, So the Nets and the Celtics, we have it. The Celtics are plus 800 to win the series. uh, Minus 14, 14 to 1 uh, for the Nets. Uh, Probably going to wait a little while on this one and see how this series develops, I would imagine.
3: I would wait on this one, too. Yeah, Yeah, I think, you know, Celtics plus 800, you know, that's a pretty good number. I don't see them getting past the Nets here. Yeah. Um, But I I also wouldn't lay minus 400 on the Nets or minus 1,400. That's just way too high.
4: It's overvalued because of the big three on the floor.
3: Absolutely. And I think if you want to bet the Nets, maybe you're hoping the Celtics steal game one. Maybe the Nets don't mesh well with the big three playing together for kind of the first time all year. Maybe the Celtics are playing loose after that big win. Maybe you want to see the Nets get down, you know, know, one game to nothing. That 1,400 gets down to minus 1,000 or a better Mm -hmm. number there. But um, yeah, I don't see the Celts. I mean, they they made me happy
4: last night, but I don't expect them to go too far. You know, Kenny, um, Chuck, and Shaq, they talked about this last night too in regards to that matchup. And so could... The big two now for the Celtics kind of neutralize the big two and let one go off for the Nets. Yeah,
3: I think you, if you're this is big on Brad Stevens. This this series mm-hmm. is Brad Stevens. How can he uh, go up against uh, obviously Steve Nash? For, great guy, great great coach, great player, smart player. But this is first round, you know, in the playoffs. As a coach, I think you're banking on Brad Stevens to come up with some sort of game plan to maybe try to take away one of the big three and then maybe just have a, a fighter's chance of keeping it close.
4: Okay. Stephanie just informed me that the Nets are plus 250 to win in the sweep. Ooh, (laughs) I, Steph, I don't know. I would consider that. That is definitely possible. Wow. And we're talking about the NBA playoffs right there. Uh, That's the series prices. Uh, Those have changed, certainly, if you don't like the 14-1 right now for the Nets. Uh, Let's see how this series develops. But you might like the plus 250 uh, for them to sweep. Uh, we're going to break down uh, Major League Baseball, start our preview. That's coming up on the program again. Great guests in hour number two. Do not go anywhere right here on v the sports Ready Network.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. Because you gotta think, Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it,
3: like that, see that,
2: ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella. Point game. I remember you came out from Crying tears. Crying, <laughs> I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what you I know? told you? I said, I said, OJ, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You didn't need it. Yeah. <Nick?">
4: BetMGM has a fun way to join sports betting excitement. Win $100 for a $1 wager on either the Warriors or Lakers to hit a three in tonight's game. Just use bonus code decent 100 and get in the ring with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and use promo code decent 100 It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Must be at least 21. And located in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly if you feel you have a problem. It's 1 800 522 4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1 800 270 7117 for help in Michigan. 1 800 Gambler in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1 800 bets Off in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line 800 889 9789. In Indiana, it's 1 800 9 with it. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you in studio, uh, updating a score in Major League Baseball. Uh, bottom of the ninth inning, uh, White Sox 2 to 1 over the Twins. Uh, Josh, you. You didn't have a play on this game, did you? So I was leaning,
3: actually, uh, the Twins here in this okay. one. Yeah, so we're, uh, we're watching here in studio, and obviously you're going up against uh, big closer of their Hendricks mm-hmm. that they got in the offseason here for Chicago. But one thing, um, you did see some movement toward Minnesota. So I think, you know, they opened a lot of shops. You know, they were around getting, like, plus 120 and got down to around plus 110-ish. So uh, that, to me, would be divisional dog, high total. Um, right now, you're sweating it. It's a 2-1 to game, but uh, that is the kind of system play that I like in the
4: MLB. Okay, some matchups right here: Colorado Rockies and San Diego Padres. Um, uh, run line maybe. Uh, certainly the money line. I'm not going near this one. Minus 280 for the Padres. Uh, high total of eight, perhaps, uh, out there in San Diego.
3: Yeah, so Pritch, number one, uh, saw a huge move here towards San Diego. San Diego opened around minus 230. They've been bet up to minus 280, kind of figuring out, hey, what's going on there? Is it sharp action? What's the deal? I think it's big money, and it's also, you're getting a lot of guys back for San Diego here. So uh, they were without Fernando Tatis, Eric Hosmer, two of their best players for COVID protocols. They are now back. Uh, Looks like Jerks and Profar will also be back. So big move there uh, towards San Diego. I would be intrigued maybe by run line, minus one and a half, minus 130, but I do have a lot of systems on the money line with the pods even though it's a big number uh you get a little heartburn when you when you lay a number this big but steam 15 cents or more off a win 57 and 41 this year uh 58 that would match with the pods and here's another pitch uh, these big favorites have done pretty well especially mm-hmm. at home uh, a favorite minus 200 or more off a win they they are 23 and seven this year, 77 percent, and a big home favorite, 200 or more, 29 and 11, 72 percent. So it's a big number. You would have liked to, you know, gotten it a little bit earlier, closer to the 230. Uh, but to me, it would be uh, it would be Padres or nothing. There.
4: Yeah, look at that total too. The over is even, the under minus 120. A yeah, total of eight.
3: I was gonna say, Pritch, a lot of these uh, did you know seven and a half, eight down to seven and a half. If you can find an eight, I did see a little bit of under money there because okay. um, again, it's been kind of going back and forth. But anytime it got to an eight, it looks like the liability was down a little bit more. Uh, so pitching matchup here, Musgrove. Obviously, remember he threw the no-no earlier earlier this year. But you you were joking, Pritch. Chichi Gonzalez. He he can give up a few runs here. Uh, so maybe you're you're uh, you're worried about the total there, backing with Chichi. But uh, to me, yeah, San Diego definitely pretty big move.
4: Right and that bullpen too. Chicago White Sox. They do get the win, uh, two to one in their matchup against the Twins right there to close out that game. Uh, the Giants and the Reds. How about the Giants? Um, the Giants on the road in this one, they're minus 110, a favorite, eight and a half's the total.
3: Break up the G-men, Pritch. Yeah, this was the first ticket I cashed when I got into Vegas. So I uh, <laughs> took them yesterday. I'm taking them again today. Okay. I like the G-men. Uh, they're 2-0 this series. They won 6-3, to 4-2. to And, Pritch, this is one of those plays where – Like, don't outthink yourself. Don't Mm -hmm. outsmart yourself. You got a lot of things lining up here for San Fran. Number one, uh, they open around very short, like minus 108, minus 110. At one point, they got to minus 120. This has dipped a little bit. It's back down to like minus 110, minus 115. But pretty much all movement liability has been toward the G Men. This would match for me a couple systems I like, a non division favorite on the road with a line move in their favor. It's about 56% this year. That 10 cent steam or more, that may not apply any longer because it dipped a little bit. Uh, But with that steam, that system would be 59%, but also Pritch, uh, Kevin Gosman. Gosman has been great for the G-men. 3-0 1.84 ERA. Miley he threw the no-no, but 4-3, and 3.69 and this is a spot where I look at run differential a lot, Pritch. Uh, San Francisco, plus 38 in run differential Cincy minus 3. Cincy 5-8 and eight is a dog. San Fran 14-9 is a favorite. So I'm, I'm back in the G-men again here and I would say Pritch, a little bit of over money. It okay. was 8 up to 8.5 and, and you do have the Cincinnati Reds one of the best over teams in baseball this year they actually may be the best 26 and 12 uh but g-men and a little bit over there
4: at home too i mean i think it's home run home run derby time sometimes for the reds at home uh gosman on the bump for the giants they're relying on their pitching heavily this year so far
3: they really are yeah. and the g-men they're kind of like tampa bay i don't right. know you don't think of them you know as being this great team gabe kapler's taken over and they don't have a lot of big name players but they play a really fundamental style of baseball they mm-hmm. get great pitching they get um, you know, great fielding and, and kind of timely hitting. And that's really the recipe to uh, to win it and win in the majors. Okay. How about the Pirates St. Louis matchup? Well, the total seven, seven uh, minus 230 for the Cardinals at home. I'm just happy today, Pritch, that I don't have to talk about how sharp the Pirates are. The Pirates are <laughs> killing me. The Pirates never come through for me when they're sharp. Again, I, I, I owe it to uh, the viewers and listeners to point it out. But um, to me, I'm glad that I don't have to sweat the Pirates here. Watch, they're going to win today when I don't play them. But um, I like the Cardinals. I know it's a big number. But another big steam move here, you know, an open around minus 200 with Flaherty on the on the bump here. Big advantage with Flaherty, seven and zero. He has been great mm-hmm. here. Pitch the back uh, low ERA going going up against Cahill who's been knocked around this year. But minus two hundred up to around uh, minus two twenty ish in this spot. And here's another couple systems I like. You know we're talking about those big minus two hundred or more favorites at home doing well. Uh, favorites off a win, but also a big favorite with a low total. I like this correlative betting situation. When you're a huge favorite, you're expected to win, and the total's really really low. Mm-hmm. It's kind of more likely that those runs are going to come from quote unquote the better team. So right. uh, to me. I like that combination of a big favorite, low total. So I'll be laying with St. Louis. Uh, if you like the run line, I don't blame you there,
4: uh, but i would be back in the cards in this one. Okay. How about Cleveland and the Angels? Uh, no trout. Everybody knows the situation right there. Angels at home, uh, uh, the total is eight. They're laying as minus 126 for the Angels.
3: Yeah, so I would say, um, you know, to me, I like betting against Shohei Otani. uh, He's a great player. I love him. He's awesome. He's he's incredible. And actually, a little nugget here uh, from BetMGM, his MVP odds have absolutely skyrocketed, Mm -hmm. or I guess fallen, depending on which way you look at it. But he's he's, a home run leader right now, isn't he? Home run leader. He's got a 2.1, I think, ERA. He's gone from plus 500 to now uh, plus 120. 25 to win the MVP, so big money coming in Otani. If he stays healthy, uh, MVP, uh, a good opportunity there to win it. But I like this one, Pritch, to bet against Otani when he's on the mound, just because. I love him as a player. He's incredible, but he gets a lot of public support when he takes the rubber. Okay. So to me, I'm going Cleveland here. I like the spot for Cleveland. Um, they opened uh, kind of. LA was like minus 130. LA now down to minus 120. So you've had some movement toward Cleveland, uh, going from around plus 120 ish now down to around plus 108 around there. Mm-hmm. This would be your dog off a win. I like backing dogs off a win coming from last night. Uh, road dogs have done well. Sweet spot uh, dogs plus 140 or less. Also, Cleveland plus eight run differential. LA minus 45, no Mike Trout. And then also a little money uh, to the over here, It was seven and a half total. It's up to eight. It's kind of windy out there. You did see an overcast
4: yesterday. I was on the tribe yesterday. I'm on them again today. Okay. Let's get to the Astros and the athletics uh, as well. Josh, again, we're going to have Adam Burke. uh, He's going to be on program in hour number two, but these games highly intriguing Uh, Astros a's. We could see anything in this matchup eight and a half uh, is a total Uh, Oakland at at home, home dog uh, plus one hundred
3: five. Yeah, if you want to take Oakland, I don't blame you at all. Getting plus money with a good team like the A's, mm-hmm. they did come through yesterday. I actually was leaning uh, Houston yesterday, but uh, you had Oakland six five win. You know, again, short number there yesterday. But what I like about this one, kind of a bounce back spot for Houston. Uh, obviously, pitching matchup. Uh, would you would think would favor Houston here. They got Zach Grinke on the mound going against Frankie Montas. Montas is the kind of guy, Pritch, sometimes he gets lit up. Sometimes he doesn't go too deep in an outing. I think that's what you're banking on here with Houston. But I like the fact that this was kind of a pick em opener, minus 105 both sides. You're starting to see Houston uh, really rise here. They've gone now up to around minus 115. I'm seeing some shops uh, like getting closer to minus 120. So a little bit of movement here towards Houston. I'd back Houston in this one. And also looks like another over opportunity to open eight, Update and a half. You got wind really blowing out there in Oakland. And also, um, I think now, I believe, either 6-2 and two or 7-2 and two, uh, to the over when these teams go head-to-head. Head. So you get a lot of runs. A little bit of over money here as well.
4: Okay, how about Detroit and uh, Seattle? Seattle with the no-hit situation uh, that they had to deal with overnight. Uh, they're bouncing back, perhaps, against Detroit. Detroit's not a very good baseball team certainly but uh they're plus 136 eight is a total in this one yeah Detroit was a great sharp play of the cash yesterday mm-hmm. if you took them because uh, they had
3: a good line move in their favor but uh Pritch I'm go I'm taking Seattle here okay I- I'm-, I'm worried because Seattle I think is hitting 201. Like 199, they're right around the Mendoza line. They cannot hit at all. Hopefully that changes today. But um, I like the the prospect they're pitching. It's this, this kid Gilbert, one of their top prospects. Yeah. If you look at his numbers, he's 0-1, 90-RA. But this is a guy who has been very, very highly touted. Maybe just some jitters in your debut. Maybe you're going to play a little better, hopefully, uh, game two here. But going up against Scooble for Detroit, I like the fact that Public is actually leaning Detroit thinking, hey, they're coming off a win, coming off the no-hitter. Um, but yet, Seattle's been getting steam. Seattle went from, like, minus 120 all the way up to around minus 150. Uh, that would be a big steam move with a, uh, a non-division spot here in their favor. A couple of systems that I like matching here, that non-division 10-cent steam or more on a home team off a loss. I know it's a uh, – I throw these systems out, and I hear myself <laughs> saying I'm like, wow, that's really – like, how do you even track that? But uh, that's 28 and 20 this year, so, uh, 28%. So. Okay. The thing also is, Pritch, Seattle shouldn't be that big of a favorite, yet they are. Something stinks there. I'd be back in Seattle here.
4: Hmm. It's interesting, too, um, because of the no hitter situation. Uh, that totals eight. The under is minus 115.
3: Yeah, keep an eye a little bit, maybe to the under. It did fall eight and a half down to okay. eight. Um, and again, you know, coming off that no no, to me, Pritch, it's kind of like. You may not think, of, like, there's going to get a lot of buzz, and, and you know, um, our, our buddy Josh Towers talked about this, too. and right. By the way, if you're listening, Josh Towers, Fade Harvey Day, you, you beat me again there. Uh, <laughs> so it is what it is, but a lot of buzz, a lot of attention. Uh, maybe you're, I don't know, a little cocky, or just I kind of like going against those situations. Right. It's just, you get a lot of buzz, you get a lot of pats on the back. He did uh, say that. He did mention that. Exactly. You know, so maybe. Uh, attention. More, more attention and maybe maybe backing Seattle here. Maybe that's the play, kind of the, the fade, the, the the no-hitter from yesterday.
4: Yeah, great situation out there in basketball uh, for both those teams. Uh, uh, good to see it. Uh, the record's eight, by the way, Major League okay, Baseball history. Go. Uh, they got five no-hitters already. We're going to get by the all-star break. We're going <laughs> to take that over. Pretty much, yeah. pretty much. Uh, when we continue in hour number two, I mentioned him, Adam Burke, host of ATS Radio, lead writer at ATS.io. He's going to join Benning Across America right here on v Sin.